And now, time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast, brought to you by Erner Barry's Reporter Magazine. The fall 2023 issue has a focus on artificial intelligence, highlighting how different companies in the food space are using AI to reduce waste, increase profit, and change how we operate for the better. You can get your free copy of Erner Barry's Reporter Magazine by visiting ernerberry.com slash reporter. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle, and I'm struggling with this voice right now. <laughs> it's cold season for sure. <laughs> and I'm Erner Barry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Stiglione. Our top story of this week is that the American Shrimp Processors Association filed trade petitions seeking anti-dumping duties on imported frozen warm water shrimp from Ecuador and Indonesia and countervailing duties on imported shrimp from Ecuador, India, Indonesia, and Vietnam. The ASPA says that the U.S. shrimp market has been overwhelmed by massive quantities of underpriced shrimp imports, resulting in unsustainably low dockside prices, falling domestic market share, significantly lower profit margins, and historically high inventory levels. Imports from the four countries were valued at over $6.6 billion in 2022, accounting for over 90% of all imported frozen warm water shrimp that year. ASPA estimates dumping margins for Ecuador ranging as high as 111% and dumping margins for Indonesia ranging as high as 37%. In addition, ASPA documented dozens of government subsidy programs benefiting shrimp farmers and processors in Ecuador, India, Indonesia, and Vietnam, including subsidized loans, tax concessions, grants, export credits, and the provision of land, water, and other inputs. ASPA filed the petitions on behalf of the domestic shrimp harvesting and processing sectors, garnering support from hundreds of shrimp boats representing the majority of domestic warm water shrimp landings and from processors representing over 85% of domestic shrimp processing. The petitions were filed at both the U.S. Department of Commerce and the U.S. International Trade Commission. Commerce is expected to announce whether it will initiate investigations by November 15th, and the commission is expected to vote on whether there is a reasonable indication of injury to the domestic industry on December 8th. If both determinations are affirmative, full investigations at both agencies will last into fall of 2024. So CP News will, of course, have more uh, updates on this story as they develop. Uh, Meanwhile, two seafood-related recalls went out last week. The Food and Drug Administration initially issued a warning advising restaurants and retailers not to serve or sell oysters from future seafoods. The oysters are potentially contaminated with salmonella and E. coli. A few days later, Future Seafoods issued a voluntary recall of all oysters from harvest area PE9B, harvested on October 10th and distributed it to their customers from October 10th through October 16th. The oysters were shipped to restaurants and food retailers in Florida, Massachusetts, Maryland, Maine, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. And like Amanda said, that wasn't the only recall last week. Greenhead Lobster Products issued a voluntary recall for all frozen and refrigerated cooked lobster meat products from May 9th, 2023 through October 19th, 2023. The company said that there is a potential for the product to be contaminated by listeria. According to Greenhead Lobster Products, none of the recalled products has tested positive for listeria yet. However, there was a presence of the organism in the processing environment, which sparked the decision to initiate the recall. Moving along, very excited about this one. The Association of Jerry and Alaska Pollock Producers, uh, GAP, and its member companies launched their new campaign last week called The People of Wild Alaska Pollock. It's so good. So the core of the campaign is centered around videos 
both short and long form, that highlight the stories captured through in-depth interviews that took place in July and August of this year. Six videos resulted from the captivating footage, including a hero long-form video, a trailer video made for social media, as well as four short videos featuring several interview subjects also made for social media. The hero video debuted at the 2023 GAP annual meeting in September, which Amanda and I were lucky to be there for. Mm -hmm. And all the videos can now be accessed on a new Wild Alaska Pollock YouTube channel. I want to scream, but my my voice is not letting it. But I want to scream, watch it, watch it now. It's so good. You're, it's like watching a feature film and you're just like falling in love with these people and this industry. It's so good. I, it's it's 100% what's needed because, you know, from us researching, from us talking to the people in the industry, um, you know, we, we know Gap very well and the companies involved in Gap. So we know that they are putting out there a fantastic product that is not only delicious, sustainably sourced, um, but just seeing the behind the scenes of of what this industry does for the people in Alaska, I mean, the, the towns that it supports, um, it, it's it's truly amazing. It's really powerful. Um, I, I'm just, I, I can't say enough good things about right. it. We can't gush enough about it. <laughs> After we saw it, I think the whole consensus was like, move over, Deadliest Catch. We need to get a Pollock TV show up and running. Yes, <laughs> yes, 100%. And and you'll agree after you watch the video. So head on over to uh, the Gap's new YouTube channel and, and check it out. You, you, won't be, uh, you won't be remiss. But in the coming months, Gap will roll out a new landing page on its website to house information about each of the campaign's stars, as well as the videos and other content. Additionally, Gap has begun working with key Wild Alaska Pollock customers with large audiences in the U.S. and globally to feature the videos and other content on their channels, working to create custom packaging, QR codes, web pages, and social media posts that would be leveraged by customers directly and be seen by their audience. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, def- like I said, definitely excited for for more people to to learn more. And I, what I think is like really surprising too, and I like to to, you know, give all my seafood facts to my parents. And like, they, they don't know, like, I'm like, I'm like the, what the fish fillet that you're eating, like that's wild. Right. Like, I'm like, this is, you know, so I think it's, I'm like most of the fish sticks that you're getting, it's wild Alaska pollock. So I I'm so excited for, for more people to learn more about this amazing fish that they're eating. Exactly. Now, finally, let's highlight a couple of tasty new seafood offerings. Um, first up, TJ Fridays is looking to the future with new menu items and the expansion of crispy rice sushi. So, of course, you can still get TJ Fridays, famous mozzarella sticks, uh, but new to the appetizer lineup is a margarita shrimp cocktail. Uh, it features chili lime, seasoned shrimp. Top- you had me at margarita. <laughs> and it's, it comes in all oh, let me let me tell you what's in the rest of it but tell me tell me it. it comes in like this little cup with like a rim of salt just like in like a margarita I wish I had it in a margarita glass um but it looks yummy um so yeah it features that chili lime seasoned shrimp tossed with diced avocado pico de gallo uh diced fresh mango and a light agave lime juice it's served with tortilla chips we have we have a new a lunch date lined up for next week we do we, we have a lot of lunch dates lined up actually <laughs> Um, other new appetizer options include, include truffle tachos, uh, steakhouse meatballs, and loaded poblano queso. And on the salad and bowl front, TJ Fridays is introducing a Thai mango salad, a harvest grain salad, and chicken al pastor bowl. In addition to the new menu items, the restaurant chain is also expanding their crispy rice sushi to more than 140 locations. 
Crispy rice sushi is crafted by the team behind the iconic Katsuya brand and serves up Japanese flavors with a California twist. Menu options include the original spicy tuna crispy rice, which features spicy tuna tartare on top of a bed of crispy sushi rice. Other options include spicy tuna and avocado rolls. TGI Friday says that the expansion of crispy rice sushi has the potential to deliver $68.5 million in incremental revenue annually. They are working to bring crispy rice over to 300 locations with a target of $163 million in run rate revenue. And for those looking to eat more seafood at home, Alaskan Leader Seafoods announced this week that they are expanding their popular miso sablefish food service product line. So now sablefish lovers will be able to get the miso marinated frozen portions at club and retail stores. Um, combining restaurant quality with convenience, the Alaskan Leader product features miso from Hikari, uh, Japan's leading miso company. The miso is organic and non-GMO. Paired with the buttery sablefish, it's a dish that will allow you to bring a fine dining experience right to your own kitchen, which sold. <laughs> right. And it, But if you weren't sold, we have to tell you that Alaska Leaders Miso Sablefish already won Alaska's Symphony of the Seas People's Choice Award last year. So you know it's good. No question about it. Exactly. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for listening to my my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could tell, I think you know how devoted I am to this podcast that I'm, I'm doing it with. We sure do. We sure do. Because that was me last week. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully next week we'll be back. <laughs> exactly. Or I have a power struggle and I'm, like, I'm not willing to let anybody else take over, but. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week.